0: I was glad when they said unto me,
1: we will go into the house of the Lord. O Lord, open thou our lips.
2: And our mouth shall show forth thy praise.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord.
0: The Lord's name be praised.
1: and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without
0: end. Amen. Psalms 32 and 43. Blessed is he
1: whose unrighteousness is forgiven and whose sin is covered.
2: Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputeth no sin, and in whose spirit there is no guile.
1: For whilst I held my tongue, my bones consumed away through my daily complaining.
2: For thy hand was heavy upon me day and night, and my moisture was like the drought in summer. My sin
1: unto thee, and mine uh, mine unrighteousness have I not hid.
2: I said, I will confess my sins unto the Lord, and so thou forgavest the wickedness of my sin. For this shall every one that is godly
1: make his prayer unto thee in a time when thou mayest be found. Surely the great water floods shall not come nigh him.
2: Thou art a place to hide me in. Thou shalt preserve me from trouble. Thou shalt compass me about with songs of deliverance.
1: I will inform thee and teach thee in the way wherein thou shalt go, and I will guide thee with mine
2: eye. Be ye not like to horse and mule, which have no understanding, whose mouths must be held with bit and bridle, else they will not obey thee.
1: Great plagues remain for the ungodly, but whoso putteth his trust in the Lord, mercy embraceth him on every side.
2: Be glad, O ye righteous, and rejoice in the Lord, and be joyful, all ye that are true of heart.
0: Psalm
1: 43. Give sentence with me, O God, and defend my cause against the ungodly people. O deliver me from the deceitful and wicked man.
2: For thou art the God of my strength. Why hast thou put me from thee? And why go I so heavily? while the enemy oppresseth me. O send out thy light
1: and thy truth, that they may lead me, and bring me unto thy holy hill, and to thy
2: dwelling. And that I may go unto the altar of God, even unto the God of my joy and gladness, and upon the harp will I give thanks unto thee, O God, my God.
1: Why art thou so heavy, O my soul, and why art thou so disquieted within me?
2: O put thy trust in God, for I will yet give him thanks, which is the help of my countenance and my God.
1: Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost.
2: As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 30th verse of the 27th chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus rage and anger these also i abhor but a sinner has them ready at hand the vengeful man will face the vengeance of the lord who keeps strict account of his sins forgive your neighbor his wrongdoing then when you pray your sins will be forgiven if a man harbors a grudge against another is he to expect healing from the lord if he has no mercy on his fellow man is he still to ask forgiveness for his own sins? If a mere mortal cherishes rage, where is he to look for pardon? Think of the end that awaits you, and have done with hate. Think of mortality and death, and be true to the commandments. Think of the commandments, and do not be enraged at your neighbor. Think of the covenant of the Most High, and overlook faults. Here endeth the
0: first lesson.
1: Benedictus, S, page 11. Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou on the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
0: Here beginneth the 7th verse
2: of the 18th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Woe to the world because of offenses! For offenses must come, but woe to that man by whom the offense comes. If your hand or foot causes you to sin, cut it off and cast it from you. It is better for you to enter into life lame or maimed, rather than having two two hands or two feet be cast into the everlasting fire and if your eye causes you to sin pluck it out and cast it from you it is better for you to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire take heed that you do not despise one of these little ones for I say to you that in heaven their angels always see the face of my father who is in heaven for the son of man has come to save that which was lost Moreover, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you have gained your brother. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of one or two witnesses every word may be established. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a heathen and a tax collector. Assuredly I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatsoever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again I say to you, that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Here endeth the
0: second lesson.
1: the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen.
0: The Lord be with you. And with thy
1: spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, make clean our hearts within us.
2: And take not thy Holy Spirit from us.
1: Our Father, Lord, we beseech thee to keep thy household, the church, in continual godliness, that through thy protection it may be free from all adversities and devoutly given to serve thee in good works to the glory of thy name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies through Jesus Christ our Lord.
0: Amen. Good morning
1: to all. This morning we have to begin with the dual image we get from our, um, our pair of psalms and it's, it's always good when you get a pair of psalms rather than just one to kind of look at them um, uh, in dialogue with each other. Uh, psalm 32 is a, a psalm of thanksgiving uh, or a psalm of, of absolution really it's a it's declaring the blessedness of the one um, to whom the lord imputes no unrighteousness and whose sins are covered and this is uh, the imagery of course of ritual absolution that comes from the temple the temple sacrifice that one uh, contrite for their sins comes and offers the sin offering uh, and and in doing so is, is their sin is covered by the life um of that animal that is sacrificed in order to um to purge them of their corruption that they've acquired to themselves by coming into proximity with um something um with with something they ought not to have done um, which is and so in the in the, in the kind of imagery of the Psalms and in the imagery of the Torah, you have this, this idea that when you um, come into proximity with something unclean, um, uh, you, you acquire it, some of its uncleanness to yourself. And, and a sacrifice must be made in order to sort of purge you of that. Um, in terms of sin, um, when we acquire those things that we deliberately acquire uh, to ourselves, that corruption we deliberately acquire to ourselves by doing something we ought not to do or by ref- refraining from t- refusing to do something that we ought to do, um, it acquires to us a kind of corruption um, in, that, in that way too. Ultimately, the, the image of all this is that um, either sin or uncleanness is an image of death um and and you know in both cases, we have a death problem that needs to be dealt with in psalm forty three you have uh, the image of one who has been forgiven um the one who has been sort of uh, absolved um by the by the by the uh, working of that sacrifice, and as a result has been loosed from these things and and then it's the prayer of a person who stands um who who's sort of who's, who's stating their confidence in God. Who upholds the cause of one who has been made righteous, one of the righteous ones uh, of God that has been restored, and the image of of that uh, of that confidence is in is in the prayer to lead him again to the to that holy hill to the temple. Um, Send out thy light and thy truth that they may lead me and bring me unto that holy hill and to thy dwelling. Um, that prayer is is again kind of it's the two faces of the of the life of one who follows God is. Um whether one has gone astray and needs to be turned back in repentance, or whether one is afflicted and needs to return uh, return for safety and confidence and 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 consolation um this is the these are the states of the christian life and this is the this is the life of prayer in a nutshell um that comes to bear on the question of uh, anger. Uh, when we get to as we look at it through the lens of ecclesiasticness which processes the very um you know the sort of the very visceral um, reality and the very um the the great danger that we're in when we are confronted with anger um it's important for us to remember that anger itself is not a sin um anger itself is a natural passion that arises when we um, detect an imbalance um, or an unfairness an injustice um, to use the kind of the image of the scales when the scales get tipped out of balance there is something, there's that within us, which reacts to that. Um, and that reaction is the, is the kind of signal, the, 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 the signal flare that gets shot up, which is anger. Anger has served its purpose when it alerts us to that kind of inequity in, in there. Um, but it, it almost uh, immediately then becomes a danger to us as the, the uh, wisdom writer will point out to us that it's like a fire that suddenly springs up. You know, it, it's a signal flare that says, oh, well, there's something wrong here. Um, but the impulse that all of us have is to then t- convert the energy of that passion to trying to right the wrong ourselves. Um, and this uh, is almost guaranteed to go awry. Uh, so, again, anger, uh, to be angry at something that is, is truly unjust um, is what we call righteous anger, be, it, to be angry but not sin to say, ah, I am alerted by my conscience that's been formed by the law of God and by the spirit of God to recognize when things have gone awry. Um, but that doesn't, that, but you know, that does not in any way follow that we uh, are then to deem ourselves the, the you know, as, the, as, as, the, as they put it in literature, the scourge of God, um, who is then uh, empowered to go and avenge on behalf of God in the name of God. Um, And so much harm has been done um, by people who are who recognize that there is something wrong and even rightfully so and then deem themselves sort of empowered by divine authority and fiat to then go and punish the wrongdoing. Um, Very often we're just going to fall into vengeance and there are strict warnings all throughout the scriptures about the person who lives by the rule of vengeance um you know as jesus teaches us um by the measure with which you measure it will be measured unto you um and so if we live in a world that we um that we operate in by a, uh, by having an exacting attitude towards the sins of others tallying them up keeping record of wrong and then vindic and then avenging those things when there's an opportunity we are um we we ourselves will um will sort of die by that sword um, and you know this is this is well known even among pagan you know authors you know you read the ancient Greek tragedies and the person who goes to avenge is very often that right after they do the avenging they are the ones now that must be sort of had have vengeance visited upon them and they, that's why vengeance is a kind of human tragedy it can only be redeemed by the absolution that God alone can give who alone can work an act of justice and restoration um, in a way that does not um, cause collateral damage. So as we get to the lesson from Matthew tonight, we're given how this works out in the community of the church. Um, In the the community of ancient Israel, we see in the book of Leviticus how these these matters are handled. In the work uh, in in Matthew 18, we see directives given to the apostles, and it's important to know this is specifically to the apostles um, as it will pertain to their leadership of the church, the, 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 uh, the fellowship of disciples. Um, and they point, he points out that you know, there's, there's, a, there's a process to follow here. He gives them steps to follow so that um, the exercise of discipline in the church does not hang on the sort of vengeance of a single person. Um, and this trickles down, this teaching comes all the way down now to our current sort of um, our practices and rubrics uh, defining excommunication. Um there is there's the uh, you know to we we would never want the the uh the, the church to be an uh, sort of an apparatus of one's personal vendettas. Um and so when we're when they're when discipline is called for, when someone is doing harm um to themselves or to the community, um there's still that posture of like wanting to welcome them back with every means available and not making um one's you know sort of call to avenge themselves against another something that they can use the church to work out and so but at the same time the church has the power to to bind and to loose jesus clearly gives the church that power and and, and it is exercised. Um, and so but there but the in doing so jesus knows the frailty uh, of of who, of who we are and knows that um that the that the church must be must recognize their interdependence even when exercising discipline So for us, it's a reminder that, um, you know, as we encounter instances of anger in our lives, um, that we should be properly skeptical of it. um, And we should always err on the side of pardoning others um, and to measure with the measure that we would hope would be measured unto us.
0: Continuing with our intercession, page
1: 28. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or state. That it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we thine unworthy servants do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving-kindness to
0: us and to all men.
1: and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all-honoring glory, world without end. Amen. Amen. O God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, vouchsafe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining in, and thanks to Robert, my co-leader today. Hope you have a wonderful Sunday and start to your week. Thank
0: Thank you, you, Father Hayden. Thank you so much. Have Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you.